Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Thanks so much for stopping by and hanging out with us today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am the host for Your Life Rocks podcast. We are just coming off of a three-part life system series. So if you had a chance to listen to those episodes, I hope you got some great enjoyment out of it, and it really helped you set up some new systems for your life. And if you missed that series, I invite you to go back and have a listen. Now, today we are returning to our normal structure of interviewing experts to help you build a life that rocks, that really helps equip you with all of the skills necessary to build a balanced life. And for our episode today, we actually have a very special guest on who is a relationship coach, and she specializes in helping people recover and rebuild after a broken relationship. In this episode, she's going to be talking about her own personal recovery after a difficult divorce. Now, whether it be divorce or any other type of relationship that's broken in your life, we all experience it because relationships are hard and they're part of life. It's part of what God has called us to do is to be in relationship with others, but that can sometimes lead us into being hurt. And so our expert today is going to be talking to us and giving us tools to help rebuild after that happens. Now, on the flip side of having broken relationships, she's also going to be sharing her personal journey when she walked away from the Lord and how she got back into faith. If you can relate to that, it's my hope and prayer that you would find some helpful tips, some inspiration, and some grace in everything that she has to share with us today. And of course, you can find links to everything that we're talking about in this episode by going to our show notes at yourliferocks.com forward slash 36. That's just the number 36. All right, so let's not wait any longer and let's just jump right into the interview. All right, you guys, I am so excited for you to meet our guest that we have on the episode today. Kemi Segule is an award-winning author, international speaker, and certified professional coach. Her mission and purpose in life is to support single men and women in finding who they are after becoming broken or divorced, love themselves by gaining an in-depth understanding of self-love and develop positive and healthier habits before getting involved in other relationships. All of this while living truthfully and purposefully in order to make their lives better, not bitter. I think she's got a good connection going on with everything we talk about here, that's for sure. Now, more about Kimmy, she writes and speaks from a personal place of experience on relationships, healing, forgiveness, and purposeful living by moving from pain to purpose. So I'm so excited for us to learn more about everything that she has to offer. I have to say, she's also the founder and CEO of a nonprofit organization called Love Not Hurt. It's an organization that promotes self-development, building healthier and stronger relationships while living with purpose. Welcome to the show, Kemi. We are so glad to have you on with us. Thank you so much, Jenny, for having me on your show. Oh, we are so glad to learn from you. And you have a lot to share. But before we get into all of that, share with us a little bit more about who you are. First of all, I'm a mom. 
that's my number one gift, and I'm very grateful to God for that. I'm a mom, um, also an IT business consultant. I'm also an image consultant. I'm also an interior decorator, and I'm a I'm an award-winning author, uh, a certified professional coach, and international speaker. I began my journey after with coaching, speaking, and serving others after I went through a painful divorce. And I found myself, and I connected back to God and started living in my purpose. And I also found that love not hurt after I healed from my broken relationship. And love not hurt is something I'm passionate about because there are people who cannot afford coaching that come to me, and I don't like turning people away. So love not hurt was something I came up with to kind of help them and help their community, not only in terms of resolving their issues, but also helping their family, a whole family at once to kind of understand the concept of love, the the ability to develop themselves and also to build a healthier community and a healthier family um, while living with purpose. That's amazing. You are like a saint. <laughs> you <laughs> do amazing, amazing work with that. And I can't even believe everything else that you do on the side. I mean, you know, we we have a lot of people who are listening to this show that can certainly relate to where they wear a number of hats and are multi-passionate and have so many different things that they pour their energy and purpose and life into. So with you doing all of the things that you do, um, define for us how you define life balance and how you create that for yourself. So for me, life balance starts with building up your spiritual life with God, your relationship with God, which is the most important thing that we have to do in life. And then focusing on family, making sure that I I take my relationship with God first, then my relationship with my son and my relationship with my business and others um, in that order. And I know time when there is time and the need to pull away and, you know, seek that solitude and revitalize myself and then come back to pour out. Mm, that is so good. And I know when you kind of talk about that and you talk about your own journey, I know you really talk about connecting spiritually back to God really was a big thing for you as you, you came out of a relationship. Can you tell us a little bit more just about that significance of that for you? So for me, I grew up in a home of preachers. My grandfather, my great-grandfather, my grandfather, and my father were both, were all preachers. And I kind of compromised who I was in terms of relationship. And that drew my attention away from my calling. I, I knew I was called at age 14. But every other thing that had to do with, you know, the culture, the society, drew me away from the presence of God. So I really had to struggle with finding my balance with, you know, my relationship with God. It wasn't as intimate as it was prior to me becoming married. And right after I came out, the first thing I had to do was go back to him because that's the source of life uh, that we need to really focus on. And he directs everything we do. So I had to gradually go back to him to teach me the things that I was missing, to help me connect to myself, to find who I was in him, to find the purpose for which he created me, and to start to live in that purpose. And anything outside of that was unreal. And so that, that's been my journey since I started to heal and, and moving forward. Mm, you know, I love so much that you talk about how you were you were really started off life rooted in in 
spirituality and with God and then through the course of life and just things that happen moved away and it really took this major life event to move you back and I and I love that you share that just being so authentic and I think that so many people can relate to that in different ways as, as when they're looking back at the walk of their life with God, there are times that they're closer to God and then there's times that they've moved away from God. And there's always that healing and strength whenever you come back. Um, and I just love that you share that because I, if you're listening and you can really relate to that, I just want you to know there's no shame and there's no judgment on that. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself oh, further away from God than maybe you know you should be or you know that you want to be closer to him. There's no shame and you can always go back and he's always there waiting for you. And Kemi is a perfect example for that. Now, Kemi, for people who are maybe recovering from um, divorce and that pain and the brokenness of divorce, Mm -hmm. what things would you really recommend for them to do in order to begin healing again? So I'll share with you what I did. I had, three coaches, and I still have three coaches still today that helped me, you know, stay on track, that helped me get back when I start to wander away, that really helped me focus on my goals and, and walking the walk and talking the walk. So the first thing is find someone, find a coach. Life coaches are people that God created to kind of help us in our journey. Second thing is, Ensure you learn the lessons from what broke you. Most of the time, we don't learn the lessons, and when we cannot learn the lessons, we keep repeating patterns, and our lives do not change. We we become stuck, and we start to wonder what exactly is going on, and sometimes we blame God when God has nothing to do with it. Number three is to realign your thoughts with the thoughts of God about you. You, you have to, you know, trace your steps back and kind of reconnect to God, and let God start to lead you. The Lord is our shepherd. Without him, we're nothing. So the main thing is to go back to God and start to allow him to lead you beside the still waters and restore your soul. Now, kind of tapping into that one a little bit, um, actually, let's go back to the first one that you talked about, really finding someone to help you. So when someone's looking for that, I know that there's a lot of life coaches out there. There's a lot of programs um, that are out there, what are some of the key things that people should look for when they're looking for that guidance in their life? The, the main key to look for is look for a coach that has gone through what you've, similar to what you've gone through because that coach will understand where you have been and where you're heading to and can really guide you. Look for somebody who also walks the walks and talks the talks and also has a deeper relationship with God because that's the only way you can really, really set yourself on the right track and get back off. Mm. Now, with that in mind, and kind of going back to what you had talked about originally and even that last point about realigning yourself to God, share with us what that process was like for you. Was it an easy, instantaneous um, rebuild for you, or or was there some struggle for you as you went back working closer towards your faith after your divorce? It wasn't hard for me because um, I've always grown up in that, you know, in in the relationship with God. But walking away as a prodigal child and I had to come back, I had to ensure that everything I did onward, I, I made a promise to God. I said, if you take me through this, and it's very important that we challenge God. Sometimes we don't realize that challenging God actually helps us become stronger in faith 
and in our walk with him, I had to challenge God. I said, if you're really God and you're still the same God that I used to serve, you have to help me get back on track. And I will devote my time to spending, you know, my quiet time with him and having a relationship. And the more the Spirit of God started to reveal things to me, the more I, I became humble, the more I became broken so that I could allow him to mend me and heal me and mold me the way he wanted to. That's really good. That's really, really good. I love that. Well, let me ask you this. How long did it take you to really begin the journey of healing and really get to a place where you felt like you were becoming whole again? I know you talk a lot about developing positive and healthier habits before you begin another relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thinking about some of the people specifically in my community that have been out of their marriage for a couple years, but they're still struggling with some things. What what would rec- what would you recommend to those people um, that maybe there's been some time and distance between there, but they're still not quite healed enough? Like, what things would you recommend for them to do is when you talk about positive and healthy habits? So for me, healing was more of retraining my mind, retraining my mind and connecting to God and letting the Spirit of God kindly lead me. And my healing process took me six to eight months. And we're not always fully completely healed because there may be things that you forget. And in the process of you going on a daily, day-to-day basis, Something may pop up to you, and then you have to go back and kind of forgive yourself. The main thing is forgive yourself and know that it's all a lesson. It's all an experience gained so that you don't repeat that pattern anymore. It's all leading towards growth. And so connecting to every point as a form of healing, as a form of forgiveness, as a form of releasing the past is something that we need to do constantly on daily basis, and we we have to learn to discern as well, because when you ask God for the gift of discernment, you're able to identify distractions when they come your way. And the more you start to heal, the more more you're going to get distracted, but you have to be so determined and committed to walking the walk with God. Now, one of the other things, just for people who are listening to this, because I know you also talk about helping people be their best version of who God created them to be on a daily basis. If you could give one tip, whether it be for someone who has gone through a divorce or someone who has not, what would be the one tip that you would share with someone on becoming that best version of the person God created them to be? One tip I'll give is, Before any relationship, build a solid relationship with God. Make God the foundation because when the foundation is not strong enough, it's going to be shaken. It's going to crumble. But when you build your relationship with God and, and that intimacy with God and lay that foundation for your life, that foundation can never be broken, can never be shaken. It's forever firm and standing. And that will keep you going for the rest of your lifetime. Mm, beautiful, beautiful wisdom. Kimmy, you've shared a lot with us on just rebuilding yourself and reconnecting spiritually and, and really some actionable steps that people can go through if they find themselves needing to heal from a broken relationship. So thank you so much for all of that amazing wisdom. Do you mind sticking around with us for a little bit more? Sure. Fantastic. Hey, so I have to tell you about something I am so super excited about. We are launching Life Balance by Your Life Rocks. It is our online membership club. Now, let me tell you exactly what Life Balance is. 
It is a 90-day program designed to move you closer to the goals that you want to set in all areas of your life. It is like the ultimate planner, but more than that, it provides training to make sure you get the most out of the planning process and a ton of tools and resources to help you accomplish everything that you want to accomplish in your life. It's all based around a principle called Move Your Mountain, and it is designed to help you build a life that rocks. So for more information, go to yourliferocks.com forward slash life balance. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, you guys, we are back with Kemi, and she is an award-winning author, international speaker, and certified professional coach. And she's been talking to us all about rebuilding after a broken relationship, specifically after divorce, and how to realign yourself spiritually to God, to to further your purpose that he's created for you to live in. And that's what we're all about here. So she's going to share with us a little bit more wisdom before we let her go. Kemi, are you ready? Yes, I am. Awesome. All right. So first question up, what book has helped you most with your career and why? For me, it's been the Bible. Because virtually everything that happens to us in life is documented in that book, whether we like it or not. And it's more really digging deep into it and finding the, the nuggets of wisdom and and getting that knowledge and just moving on with it on day-to-day basis. Mm, I lo- you know, it's so funny because so many people who I have on my show, of course, that's their number one answer. Um, of the book that's helped them the most. But one of the things that you said, I think so many people kind of forget, especially if they've walked away from their faith for some time, Mm -hmm. is that, you know, yeah, it's a book that was written so long ago, but every single thing that happens to your life is not new. It's happened to someone else before, and a lot of it is documented in the Bible. Like you said, like it or not, it's there. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) sometimes the truth is not fun, but it is there. So I love that you put that in there. Um, what tool or resource helps you bring greater balance to your life? The resource for me is reading. Um, the best thing you can do is continue to read self-development books. And for me, again, my first book is the Bible. And then I've also read books from Rick Warren, Purpose Driven Life. I've read a lot of books on um, written by C.S. Lewis. And um, and other Christian leaders, and those are kind of the books that really push me to forge ahead because everything, like I said, is documented. And until we dig deep into it, before we gain those wisdom nuggets that we really need to leave on and leave by. Mm, so good. All right, parenting tip. What would be the number one? parenting tip that you would like to share with all of those moms out there listening? Number one parenting tip that I also use in my coaching is be your children's best friend. Don't just be a parent, be a friend because most of the time they don't communicate because I also coach teenagers and I coach um, young adults. And what I find out is most of them do not communicate to their parents because parents don't share their previous experiences with their children because they feel that if their children know how bad they are, that there will be judgment. But there's a way to communicate to children, um, especially children of this age, that they will kind of get the message. Most of the time, we want to be a parent, but we don't want to be a friend. We want to scold. 
we want to kind of guide, but our method of guiding doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so you have to learn um, their own method of communication and, and kind of go into it that way. And also, if you're, if you're a dad and you're listening and you have a daughter, have date nights. If you're a mom and you're listening and you have a son, have date nights. Um, if you're a mom and you have girls, have girls night out. Hang out sleepover, share a room, and just be that friend for them because they also go through pressure in life that they may not share with anyone, but when you're friends with them, they're able to come to you easily and talk about a lot of things. Mm, that's such great, great wisdom. And one of the things you said in there that I think is so impactful for not even just with kids, but within all relationships, but sometimes we forget about it with our kids and that's figure out the way that they need to be communicated with mm -hmm. and communicate with them in that way. And I, you know, sometimes we think about that with our marriage or with other relationships that we have, but sometimes we forget to take that same approach with our children. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought that up. Thank you. All right. So since your favorite book is the Bible, I am sure that this next question is, um, going to be an easy one for you. And really, this is our my favorite part of every single episode because I truly also believe that whatever it is that you're walking through in life, whatever wisdom or answer it is that you're looking for, it can be found in the Bible. And sometimes um, it's just words on paper. But when you can really let the words on paper live in you, mm -hmm. then that's really where change can happen. And I think that that's the magic really of the Holy Spirit working through the Bible with us as we walk through that walk. And so during this part of the episode, we get to share our favorite verse that really lives with us. So what is the Bible verse that you want to share with us today, Kemi? It's Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will, able to, you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mm, so good and so true. And the beginning of that verse is something that I'm often um, needing to remind myself of is not con conforming to the things of this world. And often when I find myself stressed out or overwhelmed or worried, it's all things that have to deal with this world. And so I love that verse to help just kind of reset my mind in that way. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much for sharing. Now, if people, after listening to this, really want to connect with you and learn more um, about working with you or even learn more about how they can support Love Not Hurt, how would you recommend them getting in touch with you? So they can get in touch with me several ways. Um, for Love Not Hurt, they can go to lovenothurt.org. Um, lovenothurt.org, that's the website for my nonprofit. Uh, for me, Working with me, they can connect with me on my website. It's kemionline.com, K-E-M-I-Online.com. They can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash love, sex, lies, and reality. They can also find my books on Amazon as well as on my website. And they can connect with me on Twitter as well as on Instagram, and it's my first name and my last name. Beautiful. And we'll make sure we link to everything, Kemi, in our show notes at yourliferocks.com forward slash the number 28. Now, Kemi, before we let you go, what would be your last parting words of wisdom for our audience? My last part was the wisdom is to put God first every moment of 
of your life. Always put God first. Pray without season. Always ask God to direct your path as you begin the day and as you end the day. Exercise your faith. Challenge God and exercise your faith. And do not despise the day of small beginnings because everything starts with little steps. Watch, watch the baby move. The baby moves in little steps until he learns to crawl, until he learns to work, until he learns to run. And that's the way we need to go. We don't have to run at everybody else's face. Like I said, we, we, can, we cannot afford to conform with the world. So we have to kind of go back to God and draw strength from him to help us live daily and never, ever give up because God never gives up on us. His arms are always open. Our arms are always folded, but we always have to learn that as long as he gives us the breath to live and we, the air to breathe in, we can still pick ourselves back up and start over. Mm, so much wisdom and everything that you just shared. Thank you so much, Kenny, Thank you so much. for sharing with us and for coming on the show. It was such a pleasure to have you. Same here. Thank you so very much. I love learning from experts just like Kemi, and I hope that you got some great value out of this episode. I know she talks a lot about divorce, and really at Your Life Rocks, we talk a lot about strengthening marriage, and so it might be a topic that's a little bit off subject from us, but I know some of you have been affected by divorce, and I wanted to provide this resource for you on how to rebuild But even if it's not divorce, if it's another relationship that you've experienced that's broken in your life, I hope that you can apply her main three principles to your situation. So to review those three things that she talked about in healing from broken relationships is number one, find a coach, someone who has gone through what you've gone through. Maybe it's a paid coach, maybe it's a mentor, maybe it's a counselor, but find someone else that can help walk through this walk with you. Number two, ensure that you learn the lessons of what broke you so you don't repeat that pattern going forward. And number three, realign your thoughts to what God says about who you are. I just want to thank Kemi again for coming on our show and sharing some of her amazing wisdom with us. If you got enjoyment out of this episode, would you mind sharing it with a friend? I would love for them to be able to hear some of this wisdom from Kemi as well. And why not have you both join our private Facebook group? It's completely free. And every single day we have new challenges in there to help you grow in every area of your life, including relationships, to really help you live a life of balance and move closer to your goals each and every single day. Now you can find a link to our private Facebook page by going to our show notes at yourliferocks.com forward slash 36 or You can just search Life Balance by Your Life Rocks in Facebook and you'll find us pop right up and you can request access right there. I hope to see you in the Facebook group and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast and really pour time and invest in your own personal growth. That's what Your Life Rocks is all about. So until next week's episode, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.